Hi lovelies and welcome to Thursday Talks with Anna. My name is Anna and I am a writer and speaker on self-love, growth and self-empowerment as well as how to build better and healthier relationships with ourselves and the people around us. Here I would share my thoughts, give advice and ask prompting questions that would enlighten, motivate, encourage and challenge you for the week. I believe it's important to hear things from people who have the knowledge and some who have experienced firsthand certain life situations to share their wisdom, let you know you're not alone and to know that there are people here to help. So sit back and let's listen and learn with an open mind. Today's episode is going to be a very, very interesting one. So you can grab yourself a cup of tea or coffee or even a glass of wine or whatever it is you like to drink. And let's listen with an open mind. So this question, can people change, is a question I hear people ask themselves a lot. But before I go deep into today's discussion, what do you think? Do you think people can actually change? So to answer this question, let's use ourselves as an example. Let's think back. Let's think back to the person we were at the age we have our earliest memories of. The age where you can remember your decision-making skills, your relationship-building skills, your communication skills. What decisions were you making back then? What were your thought processes to making those decisions? What environment were you in that conformed the decisions you made? Do you make similar decisions now? Are your thought processes similar? So keep in mind that there are different factors that cause this change. And there are different ways to the change. So you can change for the better or you can change for the worse. Growing up in a household that wasn't entirely the healthiest taught me to see things in a certain way that I thought was normal. But you know, normal is relative. Normal is what is seen or known to be the standard in the given place that you are. So in some families, certain dysfunction is seen as normal. In some families, verbal abuse physical abuse, um, neglect, withholding feelings, and other unhealthy habits are seen as normal. But when you grow and are now exposed to other things, you meet new people and you hear their own dynamics with their own families. You start to see that the things you once thought were normal weren't normal. So what then happens? 
So you as the individual now has two choices. So either continue to live in the way in which you are familiar with or to make conscious efforts to live in a way in which you now want to live, which is different from what you've known. So now, would you say this person has changed? Yes. This person has changed. This person has changed from seeing hitting children as a form of discipline to a form of abuse. This person has changed from being verbally abusive to being cautious with words, knowing that words do have effects on people more than we would think. As humans, we are a constant work in progress because there's never perfection. No matter how good or great you are as a person, you have to continuously put in the work to keep remaining this good or great person that you are. Remember I said that there are certain factors that cause people to change. First of all, we have our environment. You might have grown up in an environment that might have seemed to be normal. Again, normal is relative. But when you find yourself in a different place, you start to see things that might not resonate with you anymore as an individual. And you'd see that this change happened because of the new environment you found yourself in. So because of this environment, you as an individual will start to change um, certain habits, certain way of thinking. How you think in one environment that you're in might not be the way you would think in another environment. Another factor that can cause people to change is the people you surround yourself with. You know, as human beings, we have certain thought processes. And the things that govern those thought processes are the things that we know by the people we've been around. If you're around certain types of individual and they engage in certain acts that might seem normal or, yes, that might seem normal to them, you might start to incorporate these habits into your own life, be it consciously or unconsciously. So if you surround yourself with good people, you too as an individual would also emulate these good character traits that these people are exhibiting in your own life. You know, as much as people might think that they have a certain level of authority over their own life, people, the people you surround yourself with can actually play a huge role on your own life, how you act, how you think. That's why it's very important to be very cautious of the kind of people you surround yourself with. Another thing that can cause people to change is the things we see, the things we hear. Again, that still governs your, covers your environment and also people you surround yourself with. If you're seeing certain kind of things and it seem normal around that area, it's only normal, only natural for you to pick those things up. Same things with the things you hear. 
Another thing that causes people to change is feelings. Your feelings. This is one of the biggest factors that cause people to change. As an individual, as a human being, if you feel a certain way about something, if you feel uneasy about something, you'd want to do different. Let's even take, for example, you find yourself in an abandoned road, a dark, empty street. If you're walking towards a certain direction and you start to feel uncomfortable, you start to feel like this place isn't safe, maybe you haven't even seen things around you that have made you think, oh, this place isn't safe. You're feeling, you're just feeling that it isn't safe. No one would tell you to take a different route. No one would tell you to go back, to go opposite of the way you were going initially. You're feeling. If you feel uncomfortable, you would want to do different. You'd want to do something that will make you feel more comfortable. So when you pay attention to how you feel, it can cause a change to something that you are familiar with. Because as humans, we are trying to move into a place where we are in our comfort zone, where there's more familiarity, where there's comfort. You know, sometimes we hear people don't change. What people show you is who they really are. Yes, it's actually wiser to believe that what you're shown at face value is what is. But thinking people don't change now becomes untrue and arguable. But wait, don't now think that because people can change, you now stay wishing that the person you love would change into being the person you'd want them to be for you to feel entirely comfortable and content. Now, where's the danger in believing people can change? Waiting. Waiting for people to change because you believe they can change. You find yourself in a situation where you know it's entirely unhealthy for you. But because you now think, oh yeah, people can't change. You know, if the circumstances are different, if the environment is different, if they start to feel a different way, maybe they will change. So maybe I'll just wait for them to, you know, feel all these things so that they'll start to change. That becomes dangerous. Doubting. Doubting that people can change because you've been exposed to patterns that have shown no difference. So because you've been exposed to patterns where you've done something different, but there hasn't been anything different, you start to doubt that change is a possibility. That becomes a danger. Change happens when we are tired of engaging in whatever acts that we now see for ourselves as unhealthy. Change happens when you're tired of being tired. Because you might be tired of something doesn't mean another person would be. 
So when you are able to see that some people are unwilling to change, what then happens? Acceptance. So this can go in two ways. You accept that this person is unwilling to change. And then you choose to continue to build a relationship with this person. If you choose this route, what you're doing and saying is, I accept the way things are. I am not going to change them. I am going to work on improving this relationship. Accepting and building is not accepting and wanting to make the change for them. No, you're accepting that this is how things are knowing that you cannot change them. But now you're ready to take the steps that needs to be taken to build this relationship. The second is accepting and resigning. So you can accept that this is the way things are. This is how this person is. They are unwilling to change. I am not going to change them, for I do not want to have any further relationship with this person if that's the route you choose to take no one is incapable of change but for the people that might seem like they are unwilling to change it's either one because they do not want to change we need to know that there are people that are very okay with not being great people. They are comfortable with the level of effort they put into their relationships. They are comfortable with the type of person that they are. Remember that people change when they are tired of being tired. Remember that there are people that are actually just being themselves. Beats good, beats bad, that is just them. And that is the best they can offer you. So you either choose to accept it and stay in the relationship or accept it and move on from the relationship. Or two, is that such people that might seem unwilling to change do not know what to do to enact those changes. But do not fall into the temptation of trying to make someone change. Ask yourself, are you doing this for yourself or are you doing this for them? Sometimes we try to make someone change because we want them in our lives. Not necessarily because we want them to change for themselves. That's why some people get hurt and feel betrayed when they see someone change. And then this person chooses to move out of that relationship with them. So were you really hoping they become a better person? Or you were hoping they became a better person for you? It can hurt to see the person who treated you poorly treat someone else better. An abusive or neglecting mother treating your own child or a younger sibling or another family member 
with patience, understanding, and care. Seeing your ex do the things you've been asking for with another person. Seeing your boss respecting boundaries and listening to the opinions of your other work colleagues. You might then start to think you were the reason why they acted the way they did initially. There would then come the self-beating, the anger, the feeling of betrayal. It is at this point that you need to realize that you're first of all not the one at fault. It wasn't because of what you did. It wasn't because of you that made them the way they are. Remember that there are certain things that can cause a person to change. But to avoid falling into the trap of believing that people can change and then waiting for them to change or allowing them back into your lives, there are few important questions you need to ask yourself first. What did I learn about myself? Well, in that relationship and outside that relationship. Being able to know the kind of person you were in and out of that relationship is important. So that if now you choose to allow this person back into your life, you are aware of the kind of person you are and you are aware that you are now not trying to compromise on your character, your behavior, your personality or your boundaries. Another question is, can I move past the hurts? The betrayal. An unhealthy thing that some people do is when they now choose to rekindle the relationship with this person, they don't give room for change. They start to think of all the things they've done even when they've changed. Even if this person has actually changed, they start to think of all the things that they have done that hurts them. If you know you're unwilling to move past the hurts, then you don't have to rekindle that relationship. If you know you're not ready to give someone the chance to prove that they have changed, you do not need to rekindle that relationship. Another question is, am I comfortable with the person they are at this moment? Or am I still hoping for a change in them? Or for me to change them? In what way have they shown to change? Did they take accountability? Are they aware of their behaviors? What efforts have they made to move forward to better with this relationship? Another question is, Am I missing the familiarity that comes with this person being in my life? Or am I really ready to put in effort to build a different and better type of relationship with this person? It's very normal to want to experience comforts 
And one tempting thing is to bring back the familiarity that we are used to, be it toxic or healthy. So it's very important to ask yourself if it's the familiarity you're missing or you're actually ready to build a healthy relationship with this person if they do come back into your life. Ask yourself, if I let this person into my life, what do I expect to be different this time? A mistake some people make is allowing people to have access back into their lives without setting boundaries and having expectations. You should set boundaries and also set the consequences for the violation of those boundaries. You should have expectations for how you want that relationship to be. Most times, people are afraid to set boundaries and have expectations because they fear pushing people away. If people end up leaving your life because of your placed boundary, that means that boundary needed to be set in the first place. You are to accommodate people who are respectful and willing to do what it takes to keep that relationship healthy. One thing I like to say is, if you lie to anyone else, you cannot lie to yourself. You can tell a friend or whoever, oh, this person has changed. Um, yeah, they've actually become a better person. They're doing this differently, blah, blah, blah. If you have been able to honestly identify that this person might not have changed, are you willing to potentially put yourself through the same thing again? You can lie to anybody, but you can lie to yourself. Even if you want to tell a friend that this person has changed, when you know deep down the person has not changed, are you willing to potentially put yourself through the same thing again? When you refuse to learn from repeated behaviors, you are repeating a toxic cycle. You're telling yourself that you are not deserving of good things, of good, healthy relationships with people. You are telling yourself, this is the best I can get, and I'll manage this. When you return to people that aren't healthy for you, you are giving them your power. Change does happen. But it only comes with honesty, accountability, efforts, and action. This session has come to an end. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you were able to learn something from today's talk. For more writings and talks on self-love, growth, and self-empowerment, as well as building healthy relationships, you can follow me on Instagram at thoughtsandwords underscore by Anna. If you enjoyed this session or anything from my page, don't forget to like, drop a comment, and share. That would mean a lot and you never know who needs to hear these and who you're helping. Also, new episodes come out every Thursday, so watch out for the next. Thank you once again and goodbye.